Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Ascended Radio, and I am your grateful host, Jessica Spencer. And this is actually a very, very special show. This is actually going to be called the Oracle Hour with medium, my friend, Joey Parker. He's been on the show several times in the past, and we actually have a new show that is going to be called the Oracle Hour every single week, and it's going to be amazing. You'll be able to all call in. You can get readings. You're going to get tremendous insight that you've never heard before. Believe me, you've never heard so many of these things before. I pick his brain literally as often as I possibly can, and as soon as he gets on the line, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what we went through to get this show on the line today. Um, We started our show tonight. It was going to be the first night for the Oracle Hour, and there were some energies that just really did not want this information to come through. And uh, we do have Joey on the line. So I'm going to introduce them to you and, and uh, let you hear from them. Joey, are you there? I am here. Amazing. I was just talking about how we have our new show, The Oracle Hour, and how amazing it's going to be and how it's supposed to be tonight. And we ran into some astronomical difficulties. Oh, my God. Um. I'm actually going to send out information right now to tell everybody to tune in. But while I'm doing that, Joey, I was just saying how we've been friends for several years now and how much I love you. You're a medium. I want to say that you're also a spirit guide on the planet. You've been assisting so many people. Um, what? When was the first time for the audience that you knew that you had this special gift? Um, the first time was probably at a... Um, our other friend Jessica's when she said to go ahead and try it out on one of her friends that I truly believed like maybe I can do this and um her son had just passed away um David and um what I had gotten was a uh, a birthday cake and a blanket going over him and his mom finding him under the blanket and um she walked away crying and we didn't know like why she had left so so suddenly and when Jessica came and she said well do you know how her son died and I said no like she didn't explain anything she just kind of left I was like okay thank you bye and it was that her son had um you know released some gases under a blanket getting high and ended up passing away it was when I realized oh my gosh I can I, I think like what I'm seeing and hearing is is actually true Wow. And I didn't realize that that was your very first time that you felt, that was the first time that you felt confident enough, I guess, to to do a reading. When was the first time that you knew that you had, you were connected, I guess, on a deeper or or a different type of a level? Well, the first time was when I was five years old, and um, one of my guides had actually come through who I thought was something bad. And I, he was really just teaching me, like, hey, just hold on to this kind of, like, fear and excitement and energies and know that we exist and always question that throughout your lifetime. And um, he he's kind of like my gatekeeper, like, teaching me discipline, teaching me to um, ward off things that are a little bit more dark. Um, he was the first one to ever introduce himself so scarily and 
because I, I, I was a child and I knew I would forget it and I knew like to always question but I, I, I knew I was forgetting something I always felt it I just didn't know what it was and he was the first one to ever introduce himself to me and um, the first time I was ever introduced to seeing or hearing something that wasn't there to the average person Wow. And you pretty much, um, I would say you've been really courageous with this whole, uh, with this whole thing and you've helped me a lot. Um, and, and I've seen you do amazing things. I know that you, you like when people are skeptical of, uh, of, of readings and things like that. And I've seen you make grown men cry, um, who were extremely skeptical and, and everybody that I've ever seen you, read um is all very very excited and satisfied and i know they try and <laughs> they try and track me down <laughs> um, <laughs> I, it's, you you do you have an amazing gift so people if you want to call in if you want a reading um this is this is joey's time i'm just facilitating and hosting the call in number is 347-996-3263 um but joey i know you have some things that you wanted to share and uh, and and let it rip. You know, this is your free for all right now. I did. I I really wanted our show to take the airtime tonight because I wanted to share like some of the cool, some of the fascinating things that we don't get to normally talk about with each other, unless you know that person's going for like ascension or ascended or enlightenment. Like those are the key words where you start to talk to somebody and be like, okay, have you ever heard of you know uh, the Greys or the um, Lizzie's or you know like it's not until then but I, I really wanted to share um, my questions about the moon and everybody else's questions about the moon those are it's a legit question where where did that moon come from I'm sure everybody mm-hmm. asks themselves or if you stare up at the sky and you look at it you're like what is that strange thing just floating out there? where did it come from and scientists Still to this day, the, the physics don't match up. The, the, I mean, they think maybe it crash landed into Earth and became its own, but the, the physics never add up. Like the theories never add up. So I wanted to talk about that and kind of the things they've been telling me about it. And I, like I know, I, I'm sure you've heard NASA's banged on it a couple times and got like a ringing bell sound. There's like a hollow moon kind of theories. Um, Oh, those those are things that we, we you do okay. Well, um, it's kind of out there. I mean, if you look up like what is the moon, there's, those theories come up. But um, some interesting things that I'm not sure everybody knows about the moon is um, it has elements on it that only come from when you do like a. Uh, the nuclear reactors and nuclear fusion, making new elements. It's got those elements on there that kind of tells us that it might just be um, not man-made, but synthetic, synthetic rock. It's not just natural. It's not, even in the universe, it's not natural. Um, And the way it only faces the earth on one side, there's the dark side of the moon and then the side that we can see. Um, I really want to put it out there that there's a lot going on with the moon. 
And I'm pretty sure they mm-hmm. do not want us to get this kind of information out. But, I mean, we have to talk about it. We have to talk about them tonight. Um, wow. It, it really, like, shakes me that they had cut off our last one for me about to talk about the moon. But it holds it holds a it can pull tides it can pull the water within us and i'm not sure if everybody um knows but i cannot do readings when there's a full moon and it's because of a certain reason it's the way that the moon has that magnetic pull and can play with the energy and it also matches up with um da vinci's drawing of the human body if you if you go into like sacred geometry hmm. so then do we know um and this may be too too much further than uh, you wanted to go but do we know you know who can who constructed the moon is it I mean, is there it, yeah you're going in the you're going in the right direction yeah it, i i okay. it was, from what I'm getting, it was constructed um, in order to balance out the earth, in order to make something like a human being who is some of the most complicated energies that they have played with or designed. Um, it, it is necessary for our development and for our awakening and for us to go up the different steps. Um, and I just learned about this probably a week ago that how much it plays because my biggest question was why can I not read when there's a full moon why is the moon playing such a huge role in my spiritual development and that was their answer was oh you've just asked the right question and so I really wanted to get it out there that the moon is is something huge and I think that we're going to start um, seeing scientists kind of give a little bit more on gravitation, gravitational pull, anti-gravitation. And um, I think we're going to see the moon being a huge role in that. So when you say, and I want to stay on the moon, because I think that um, that that's really important because, you know, you and I, many things that, um, that people say are conspiracy theories are now becoming mainstream or, or more so accepted as we lose a lot of our confidence in institutions, whether it be, you know, government or, you know, our educational system, whatever it is. But when you're talking about they, um, you're talking about your spirit guides that are then answering your questions or giving you this information. Um, the they I'm speaking about um, right now is the... Uh my what would be like my spirit guide bosses like um, a little bit more uh-huh. mastery over yeah uh, the, my guides teach me here and then their guides who who they ask questions for who they try to get spiritual awareness of are the ones who who I am going up so I'm going up the chain kind of going above the chain of command and I'm asking the um their bosses um, why can't I do that? Because it's frustrating when you're trying to read or if I'm trying to get some information and there's certain times of the month I cannot get that information or I'm alone in 
my journey. You can't like I always tell them like, you can't just leave me like this. So yeah, so I went above and asked about the moon, and the moon was oh so much information that is hidden and so much that I mean even our scientists as I started to look it up after I got the information they say like it's better to believe that the moon doesn't exist than to try and explain it because they have no answers. Which is weird, right? Right. I mean, but then, you know, I really kind of think that, you know, a lot of things that we see are kind of a facade. And for anybody that's seen The Matrix, that, that movie's becoming more and more real for a lot of people. So for the average person that doesn't know much about reading or what you do, um, you know, can you kind of just explain, you know, in basic terms, how your process works um, and, and if everybody has the ability to do what you're doing? Um, I used to believe everybody had the ability, but um, as I'm making friends on the other side, I'm realizing there's almost like a piece of glass on each side of me, and I'm in kind of a cube with everyone else, and on each side of the cube, there are certain entities or beings trying to get through, whether it be loved ones that have passed away or guides or spirits that are more animal-like. They try to contact anyone they can on the other side of the glass, and it's almost as if no one notices And as I notice them, they kind of focus on on me, like, oh, my gosh, somebody can actually hear me, can hear me tapping on the glass trying to get their attention. And um, that's when we make the connection, like, I can hear you, you can hear me, let's become friends. We'll start a communication, like, if I wave my hand, that means yes. If I wave my hand sideways, that means no. And we start to develop our own communication like tried to make a language between us and that's what I'm doing whether it be someone who's passed away or if it's trying to communicate with my guides I can hear them I can see them but it's through a glass and it seems like nobody else on either side can hear or feel or see us on the other side of the glass so we kind of find each other who can see me who can hear me who can see me tapping on the glass and that's where we make that communication. And I think it's multidimensional because on each side of the different pieces of glass, they have a different language or a different way of communicating because some can't see, some can't hear. And um, I, I think that's like my easiest way to explain. So, which is interesting because I think that for a lot of us, um, I don't want to say that humans can be self-centered, but... Um, you know, I think we have this view that people on the other side, quote-unquote, are all human beings, and they all can speak and can hear. What types of other beings do you do you notice or do you see or communicate with? Um, well, there's the, um, the ones who are mo- more focused on, like, science and who have this weird... Um, almost like contraption that they use to communicate. So it's not actually communicating to them. It's almost like communicating like through a microphone or their radio to talk to them. 
Um, there's the higher beings who I have to speed up my energy as fast as I possibly can and try and match that frequency. And sometimes when I tap onto it, it's a little too fast for me. It almost hurts. So I have to almost like try to catch up to communicate. There's there's all kinds. There's kinds that breathe and they see things in a lighter way every time they breathe in. And when they breathe out, they see in a more darker perspective. So they're constantly going to like a enlightenment and then dissension. Enlightenment, dissension, like as a way of living. It, there's so many different types. I could go on through each one. I'll bet. And <laughs> so, okay. Do you, so so everybody here, and I know you and I, because we are friends, we've spoken about this, everybody comes here with a, with spirit guides or um, I guess we refer to as angels. Is that, is that something that's true? Spirit guides, yes. Angels, yes. Um we we get each kind attached to us or some that we have to kind of prove ourselves to. Yeah, human beings, we're like, we're just complicated. <laughs> we come here and forget what we're supposed to do. Some are even completely human. Some are, their DNA is mixed a little bit. There's double helix, some, like single helix. The Trump supporters. <laughs> <laughs> the Trump supporters. I mean, okay. If you if you did a general reading, I guess right now of mm-hmm. of the planet, um, I, I don't know if you've ever done a general reading of of the planet, but what would you say the state is that we're you know that we're currently in? Some people are saying we're in a shift. Um, that we're moving into a new era, that we're moving into, you know, a type of a golden age. What do you see it as and what do you, what's advice that you can give to people on how we can kind of usher that in or, or change the tide or, you know, usher that shift in? Well, it used to be kind of going into ascension, but as I saw that that had already happened when I started asking, how can I help to improve the ascension? They just told me, don't worry about that. That's already happened. That's how you know to try and reach ascension is because you've already done it. You're doing it throughout the day. You're brushing your teeth and you can go through ascension all over again. And what they were trying to tell me is that we were in the age of information. And now that you need, that you have all of the information, you just need to gather as much as you can as a human being. And that's what you each individual needs to do because we can put ourselves into the fourth dimension and then we can shift into a blissful fifth dimension and then even have like the sixth dimension like interactions and I say if you're going for it know that the it's almost like a glob trying to swallow the light of the earth so it's just connecting all at once, kind of saying like, hey, enough is enough. The light workers have to do their job to kind of get rid of the muck and pull it off so that we can do the fourth, the fifth, the sixth dimension. I don't know if that's too... I mean, you're, you know, we're going to, I'm going <laughs> to try and translate because you are a little um, further along than probably most people. 
um, definitely myself. But as far as the dimensions go, and I know we're, we're going to have to spend a lot more time on that, I have a personal question about that. Um, like, is the fourth dimension considered the dream state um, and or the meditative state, or is that something totally different? Um, that w- that would be different. That would be um, like the male and female of the human being. We have like the opposites. Then right. your middle would be probably the dream state. Your end would probably be the death state, and the beginning would probably be the a uh, living state. And uh, but dream is it's a type of dimension. It's the middle of the human consciousness. Hmm. So it's kind of like, is it, is it kind of like when you have the subconscious, superconscious? Um, right. Okay, okay. So yeah, what, do, yeah. what do dreams represent? I know some people put, you know, a lot of power in their dreams. I have, I lucid dream, and I have very, very clear um, dreams. Like I can ask the question for myself or someone else, go to sleep and, and dream about it. Um, what what do dreams represent or do do they always have meaning? They always have meaning because you're stepping into a different dimension and when you're in that different dimension, ideas is the battle. I, ideas is like your physical movements. Whatever you think, it can, you can manifest instantly it's almost as if you're you're forcing yourself into the fifth dimension but it's there's such a small thread between your body and your consciousness that you're not actually passing through so it's almost like a, a virtual reality of what is it's kind of a training of fifth dimension, sixth dimension, because it, it your ideas are your physical movements. Hmm. They interact with you and show you things. You could take it back, and you probably won't remember them, but they do mean. They do mean, and they're messages that you can take back without hurting your physical body, without you disconnecting. So... When people have, let's say, nightmares, um, is, is there a literal meaning? Like, are these beings actually, you know, these monsters or demon-type beings, are they actually, you know, chasing you? Or is it a part of your subconsciousness that you are manifesting in the dream world or acting out? I think your idea is putting, like, a physical form the monster, so that way you can play it out, make it real as real as you can to yourself, so that way when you're back, you can you can take that information and learn what would happen if. I think it's a representation of your idea trying to make itself real. Mm. Because for some people, their nightmare could be, I guess, like in retail that too many customers come in at the same time and you're by yourself and you can't keep up and you can't keep the place clean and you can't 
help every single person if they're yelling at you when someone else's could be, yeah, a demon or a dragon chasing them. It's your idea in that dimension so you can train for the actual physical. Interesting. Okay. So we're going to go for a big one now. <laughs> All right. Do you know? Yeah, we're going to go for a big one. So do you know what happens when you die? Like, you know, I don't know if it's the same for everyone. Is there some, are there commonalities? What What's the process that happens when you die? Do um, you know that? The most common, uh, because, of course, my first question of what happens when you die, and they've walked me through one. And it was when I died in a previous life. And I kind of felt myself dying. And I, I, I was very afraid. And I caught myself thinking, like, all I care about is I want to say goodbye to my loved ones. And I, I, I won't be able to because they're not around. And that's all I could focus on was this is my last breath. This is my last time here. I didn't get to do so much things. I didn't get to learn how to swim. I didn't get to check out the areas of the world I wanted to, and I started having horrible regrets, and all I could think about was, this is it. I hope it goes fast, and uh, when I did die, I was spinning around out of my body and everywhere I thought I wanted to be uh, instantly there, and it worried me because I couldn't figure out how I was doing it, how I was getting from place to place. And everywhere that I thought it, I was there, and everything that I thought it was coming true, and my ideas were scaring me because I was in a state almost like a drug state where I didn't know that I was controlling it. And I eventually ran into someone like, "Stop, stop! You're okay. Stop thinking. You're not human anymore. You got to figure this out." And they walked me through it and taught me to think slower and to manifest things a little bit less. And th- that's when I realized, oh, this is this is awesome. This is so cool. I can hear and feel and think anything I want. Um, I didn't feel warm. I didn't feel cold. I felt a, like a, um, like a static, right? like a sound of electricity. And that's really like, the only explanation I've ever gotten in death was I was walked through one of my one of my past lives as, as I died. And it was scary at first as a human being, then it was fine as a as a spirit. So, and I'm not sure. It feels like our connection is a little bad, but that's okay because at least we we made it on with all of the. Uh, <laughs> we know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and speaking about energy and how it works, because I know, and I'm going to just talk about, I, I, I'm going to have to explain, I guess, what happened. Um, but energetically, I've never seen anything that tried to stop us from having a show. Like, I've done hundreds of shows and three different podcasts, and I've never experienced this in my life. And I know with you, um, energetically, light bulbs go off around you a lot, batteries die quickly. Can you kind of explain a little bit um, about energy in our last couple of minutes, 
how it works and how we can kind of um, use it to our benefit or for, for the benefit of others. I don't know if that's too lengthy, but what is energy? <laughs> how do we use it? That, that's, that's actually my next big question for them was, um, why? Why? Well, I was getting my bike fixed today, and um, we were talking about it with the mechanic and because he knows what I do. Um, and I didn't have answers for him in that because the first time it happened, my mom was telling me that my cousin passed away, and I went into a state of just depression and scared and crying, and her car wouldn't start, and her battery died, and... I had known that light bulbs and batteries would turn off around me, but I, I can't control it and I can't make things work. But when I'm upset and too nervous, and that's my biggest thing. I don't know how to control it. I'm gonna ask them, how do I preserve this energy? Because I don't want to keep reading for people and end up like most mediums or most healers and drain my physical body. I, I need to to learn how to reroute that, how to reroute those energies to kind of share the the toll that it takes on energy-wise. So that is my biggest question, and it's my newest question is that, that same question. How do I bend these energies like that? Wow. So that one I, I don't imagine. have an answer yet. <laughs> Yeah. I can't imagine. I I've done, I've tried like gone to sleep and and you know tried to get questions with friends and actually did. It was so draining that I was like, I understand a little tiny bit of how it must be for you um, to do that. But anyway, I want to thank everyone for listening because we are down to the last couple of seconds and we just did an impromptu different show today. Um, but Joey, thank you for for being and doing what you do. Next time we're going to have people that can call in, ask questions, possibly do some readings, some live readings. Um, I don't know. Take it away, Joey. What's your, what are your last thoughts for the day? My last thoughts are we will overcome this trying to stop the light. I, a hundred percent think that we will overcome this, but for now it's a huge thing. The, the brighter you get, the bigger your shadow is. And I think that, yeah, we will overcome that. Wow. It's obviously an issue. The bigger your shadow. Um, Wow, that was deep. So, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. I know it was impromptu um, and kind of kind of last minute. Next week we will uh, we'll do this again. We might do another show even before then. So this is the Oracle Hour on Ascended Radio with Joey Parker. I'm your host, Jessica Spencer. Tune in again next week. Thank you. Thank you.